frazzled and distracted. If there is room in the heart, there is room in the house. Danish proverb. Ten years ago, I sat next to my husband Tony in the conference room of a title company, signing a gazillion papers to purchase our home. The original homeowner sat across from us. Near the end of our document signing marathon, she made a plea. We have a tradition in the neighborhood, an annual Memorial Day party. She began sharing stories about the party in the cove, named for the cul-de-sac where our new-to-us home was located. Promise me you'll keep the cove parties going for the neighborhood. I had no idea what I was promising, but a party sounded easy enough and fun. Of course, I said without much thought. Never mind that I didn't know anyone on our new street. Besides, it was February. I had plenty of time to figure it out. We moved into our house, and I kept the promise to keep the Memorial Day tradition that had been going on for decades. The first year, we sent our young children door to door with handmade flyers touting barbecues and balloons. The party in the cove was such fun, we continued the tradition in the years that followed. Each year, the cove party took on a different theme. We'd bring in magicians or bouncy houses, music and giant inflatable water slides. Spectacular events, these parties were loads of fun, luring everyone outside to relax and interact. They met a deeply felt need to connect, outside, where none of us had to worry about vacuuming our living room carpets or whipping up hors d'oeuvres. The party freed us from entertaining and invited us out into our yards. Though it was a huge effort for the organizers, our neighbors enjoyed the event and experienced a true sense of community. We felt something special together. But as soon as the coolers were emptied and the lawn chairs were packed away, we disappeared behind our fences, settling into the comfort of our backyards. Twelve months is a long time to go between neighborhood get-togethers, and it's embarrassing to admit, but even after several cove parties, I didn't know for sure if it was the Garys or the Whitneys who lived in the house with the yellow shutters three doors down. What would it take for us to gather more frequently? Couldn't we do it without bouncy houses? Could we keep it simple? About that time, I read a Bible verse that stuck with me and kept replaying in my head. Take every opportunity to open your life and home to others. Romans chapter 12, verse 13. When Hospitality Feels Hard The part about opening your life and home to others I had heard, so much so that it started to sound a little like a Hallmark card. But the part that kept rolling around in my head was every opportunity. Every opportunity. That's a lot. That sounds like always and constantly. What on earth? How in the world do you do that? Not just on Thursdays if the floors are clean and the laundry is put away. Not just on Tuesdays if you're having a good hair day and the kids are at school. Not just when you wake up and you're in the mood. But every opportunity. Make a list of backyard activities you and your family enjoy. What events or gatherings already happen in your neighborhood? What aspect of hospitality feels hard for you? What holds you back? I wanted to take Romans chapter 12, verse 13 to heart. I wanted to live it out in practical ways, but I was in the middle of raising and growing our family. During this time, we welcomed our fourth baby, Sarah, into the world. 
As life was growing busier and busier, it became harder to imagine where those every opportunities were going to come from. I was trying hard to find ways to open my life and my home to others, both with neighbors and friends. Over the years, I did what I thought the verse meant and managed to host parties, Bible studies, book clubs, and swim parties, but it was nuts. I was in survival mode, barely handling the carpool, and here I was trying to open my life and home at every opportunity, going wide but not deep. I was craving depth but skimming the surface. In reality, I was barely treading water, using up what little energy I had planning a play date. Clearly, I was missing something about what Romans chapter 12, verse 13 really means. Our kids' activities ramped up the older they got, and I kept trying to stack on another idea to open my home. It got to the point.